0: The following content is provided by MIT OpenCourseWare under a Creative Commons license. Additional information about our license and MIT OpenCourseWare in general is available at ocw.mit.edu. Uh, there. You, see, you see? And then, and then you know, you, no matter what the tool you're using, you, you, you take. You, you've got to look closely at the tool marks to to uh, to get a sense of what's going it, on, right? All the a time. A little bit fuller, back in here. So
1: you may you may not want to take off um, for today. I think that you, you, this model is going to be used uh, for a demonstration today too, of how to how to redevelop design when you're drafting. Um, so, if you but if you could get a couple of curves, maybe with a the you
0: Whereas know, with this thing. If
1: yeah, I would get maybe, maybe one uh, back something. here somewhere. Yeah. OK, um, so you know, Maybe, maybe this, shape uh, back here, and then, yeah. Oh, okay like say right Should I try to
0: make something here? Yeah.
1: No, no, I, I think just this, this go ahead and draw it now, because you can almost erase it. So, yeah, you, you see, I But I, I think go ahead right and make it literal that, yeah. for now. And uh, the other thing that you want to do, um, well, just, yeah, just do that part now. And then we'll add water lines I to years so later Another arbitrary water line, or center line, rather. Yeah, I'm gonna mention that to Tony because that's that could be confusing right there. The square?
0: Not the square. The triangle, right triangle. The
1: the big plastic ones? Yeah. That there's a cardboard.
0: Working on, on uh, you know, in drawing. I don't know if you've done ever, uh, done any computer drawing of any of any sort. You have. Well, you know how you work in layers and. train Well, um, that all came from from what people can do with paper, which is that when you get something to a certain to a certain uh, extent, then you just layer another sheet on top and and pick up the stuff through it and, and then continue to, to develop things from there. Um, so. Basically, you've got this one li- line left to draw, right, to, uh, to capture what's, what the model has. And then at that point, what we're going to do is going to lay another, um, Ruben's going to see if he can get some, some uh, tracing paper, uh, we'll lay a sheet of tracing paper, or another sheet of this would be good enough to pick up the, the lines through it. And then uh, I'm going to go over with you how, how to uh, start developing this further.
1: Ten inches of water. Okay. Um, with yeah, everything yeah. being a kick up, you wouldn't have as good a steering or anything like that, but you could do it without mm-hmm. hurting the boat. So on that, on that, if that's if that's the principle that makes sense to you, and I think it might for for your use, I mm-hmm. would make that quite that, that keel just barely proud of the line along here. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. I, know that's a, I kind of like that idea. Okay. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we out here have it be
0: have this part be a quarter.
1: five minute to an hour long um, lecture workshop part of the day. So so Tony's Tony's gonna take the lead on that obviously to talk about designing and reiterating the design on the on the drafting board. And, and then following that we'll kind of go back to as we are some drawing, some finishing. Um, we'll have different kinds of drawings going on through the day. And um, I'm also gonna go at after lunch. So to, so Tony has his one on one time with all you guys. So let's all pick a table and uh, a, a drafting board. Raphael's board is over here, Tony. Yeah. Um, so okay. you know. Oh, and just this yeah. so you know, uh, Tony, be, because all of the um, all of the all of the lines get lifted in the same plane, all the section lines, yeah. Yeah. There kinda has to be two center lines. You can't really roll them over and have them okay. you know, half on about half on okay. one side and half on the all other. Right. So so that's why there's two two lines here. Okay. So you
0: know. All right uh okay so um, why didn't everybody come on over yeah sure yeah good idea okay so um, on on Monday we roughed out um, the, you know, the the basic starting um, Master lines for each of these designs it's that that, um, base, that that set up the the rough parameters of the kind of characteristics of each of the boats and uh, so so ba- you know based on on uh, our you know brief but uh, uh, brief analysis of what each boat was was going to be intended for uh, we made a, a first attempt at well what what would be the best the best Characteristics for that boat, and uh, and laid out those those, those starting lines, and uh, and then you spent the last couple of days, um, you know, carving the these these blocks uh, in in a way that that um, that was intended to, to 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 reconcile those those lines, those starting lines, the you know, master lines, to each other, in a way over over this three three-dimensional volume, because. Uh, Obviously, each one of those lines was started as a two-dimensional line projected in space, and then, you know, by carving, you you uh, you know you eliminated everything that was that was outside of those lines. And you're also using the the tools to um, to help um, add information in between the area, the between the the lines that 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 we'd already that we'd set up, so that it was like, well, what's going to happen between between this this area and this area, well, the tool is going to is going to show me what what's going to happen between there by by using the the tool more or less uh, t- to your advantage. Um, you more or less quickly um, were able to to you know to to flesh out the 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 whole surface uh, starting from those from those few uh, those those few. Uh, that little frame, you know, that wire framework of those original lines, projections. Now, when we go to paper, in, in a sense, we're, we're recapitulating that whole process, but we're gonna do it in a more abstract manner. You know, here, you're, 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 um, you're not having to conceptualize, visualize in your mind the three-dimensional volume, because you're actually creating a three-dimensional volume, but in, uh, on the other hand, you've got the resistance of three-dimensional mass you know and and uh, um, and you've you know had to use use actual cutting tools to to, to, to force your will on on this lump of, of reality um, when we go to paper uh, we kind of etherealize all of those problems because now you're not having to physically carve away anything you're you're just drawing you know um, abstractly drawing lines you know on 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 a, on a sheet of paper the the hardest thing to do is to is 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 to erase a little bit of carbon, or to you know to, to draw another little bit of carbon physically. But the but the challenge here becomes greater in that now with the experience of the model and the actual model sitting next to you, um, you you're going to have to um, to learn to start to visualize how these these lines on a piece of paper um, represent that three-dimensional space, you know three-dimensional form that 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 you've been struggling to create uh in in reality and um the the if you you know when when you get to the point when you can successfully do that then you're actually are liberated to a large extent from from having you know having to deal deal with the design uh physically because you 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 can deal with it uh, um, you know um, abstractly in this way it also opens up the the possibility to um, to take Accurate measurements because you saw how how um, that can be quite accurate to, to take lines off of you know the, those dimensions off the model, but that's still uh, especially at these scales um, you can you, you know you can uh, discern some you know a, 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 um, barely barely a sliver of misaligned line on a piece of paper which is a much higher accuracy than you could with that with a tool like that or even you know with a with some sort of a laser. To uh, uh, do it off of a physical model, so so because of that gain in accuracy and the ease of of picking up um, qu- quantitative information off of the drawing, that opens up the possibility to do um, mathematical analyses of of the design, and uh, and and then which allows you to to, uh, to hook into a a, a body of uh, experience built up over the last couple hundred years of how of how these different um, 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 formulas and, and these different derivatives uh, how those might compare to to actual performance in reality. So so um, you know as as you get more abstract, you also open up the possibility to, to turn this into a into a more of a of a scientific study as opposed to just um, you and your your intuition and 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 the you know the carved, the carved model. And it's one of the reasons why um, a, a designer working, working this way uh, can, f- can have felt more comfortable uh, doing a broader range of, of designs than the, the craftsman, builder, designer uh, would have done, who, who was only had experience with, with these models. Um, and while, while kind of doing this timeline, we'll just take it all the way to the end right now. Uh, the, the next evolution of, of all of this, of course, has been computer design. And uh, I mentioned that briefly on Monday. Um, in computer design, you, you actually end up kind of reconciling both of these working methods and folding them into each other uh, so that you're creating a virtual model just that, that is virtually as three dimensional as, as these models are. But um, but you've abstracted the the actual cutting. You're no longer cutting mass. You're you're just um, manipulating algorithms to to give the to uh, to create this this virtual illusion of a of a of a three dimensional mass. And then because of the fact that um, that the, um, the, the the programs allow you to do all sorts of mathematical analysis on that virtual 3D mass, um, and um, uh, and, and greatly automates all of that. It allows you to uh, to do everything that you could have done done on uh, you know to analyze a paper uh, drawing um, just w- within the within the you know w- within the, uh, the the virtual 3D world. So that um, you know in a- as as you'll 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 find out when we go from from 3D to to paper, there are a lot of there's a lot of the immediacy that that gets lost, and that's Know, part, a lot of what you guys have got to try to tune yourselves into is, is to find the nuances to, to kind of try to capture it back. But still for instance, the way uh, the way in which in which a shear line interacts in, in 3d uh, at different angles and from different directions and at different distances uh, which has a lot to do with the, with the ultimately whether what the character of, of, uh, of, of the, the boat is going to be of uh, Really, very hard to 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 judge just off of a a, uh, of some flat flat views on on a piece of paper. Once you get back into virtual model world, though, of course, all of that is is um, is is readily available again because you can just twist and turn and change viewpoint and look at the at that model from any angle. So um, so so again, you're reconciling the immediacy. And then the the other the other big advance is, in in my opinion, has been that um, with with the, uh, with the physical model, it, it took you know, a lifetime of, of experience with a narrow type or even generations of experience with a narrow type of boat to uh, gain a body of experience that could then be tied in to some sort of nuances within the model uh, that, that the designer builder could be confident enough would actually get a, an improvement in desired results from one boat to the next. It was a very slow, methodical, uh, step-by-step evolution uh, of design from one boat to the next to the next. Um, when, when you're able to, to jump to the, the analysis that, that can be done on on a paper drawing, um, and that being able to plug into a wider uh, and and uh, and deeper uh, base of experiential. Uh, um, Knowledge um, through the through those analyses, you you sped up that that process of gaining an intuitive grasp of 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 uh, of the medium of what you were working with, and being able to then make judgments uh, by looking at, at at the lines that 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 you could feel ha- would carry certain a certain conviction that uh, yes, making this change is going to have this particular result in the end. Now. The, the, the I started designing uh, on, on paper and uh, you know for the first um, 10 years or, or more uh, worked exclusively on paper and on physical models uh, that's one of my models right there that was done from a, from a design that that was originally uh, done on paper and uh, actually I lofted and built the boat before the before this model was built. Uh, but uh, then, then after you know, then then the PC, you know, personal computers came came a- around, and uh, um, and I made a transition from from designing that way to designing in CAD. And um, what it was, you know, a very steep learning curve for a long time because you know when you're you know and you're really the first generation to be on the other side of that of, of that uh, divide. But um, before before virtual reality existed the only way that, that that you could interact with with creating you know volume in, in space was either physically with a with a model or a sculpture or whatever by carving or molding or uh, con- or abstractly on, on paper um, and uh, those those required a, a physical interaction with the object or a physical interaction with with the representation on paper but then when you go into uh, working on in virtual reality it's It's kind of like the old, uh, um, um, you know, uh, you know those nuclear experiments where you're working with the, you know, through the rubber gloves or with the little robotic arms, and you're you're behind the glass, and you're trying to make something happen on the other side of the glass, and uh, and all the tools you have are a keyboard and a mouse. Very different from from you know grabbing, grabbing this rasp and and doing this, Um, but. In effect, once you've learned what you're doing, the algorithm in the you know in the computer program is doing exactly the same thing as you know when when you ask it to do to do this same process, it's doing exactly the same thing, um, but it's doing it um, you know using this other tool and, and this other medium. Um, so anyway, so there's this big long transition to being able to to understand and work with this these these uh, uh, mediums, then to to go and work behind the, the glass box. But um, but what I found once I started to get uh, fluent in that was that um, because of the of the facility involved, both in creating the, the forms and also in analyzing the forms, that um, what happened was a a a, a a a quantum jump really, you know the, the, the evolution from this to this um, maybe gained you know gained a, a broadness of experience that that was uh, you know three times let's say but but I, I found that uh, that the jump from this stuff to the to, to CAD allowed for um, a, a jump in experience of, of maybe you know 10 or 50 or 100 to one um, in that um, to, uh, to analyze to, to draw and analyze a, 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 a design a model on on paper, and uh, and then you know with uh, measuring tools, and then with, uh, the equations. Um, it takes about a a week per iteration, or it took me about a week per iteration to uh, to work on it. Iteration, of course, means basically when you guys are done with with everything this week, you'll have done an iteration, which means you'll have taken a basic conception and you'll have taken it through to the point where you have something down on paper that covers the whole. You know the, that that is uh, an attempt at the whole at the whole model. Um, then, so so that plus the plus the, um, um, the the basic computations and basic analysis of the design would t- would take me about a week to do. And um, of course, you're you're never going to get a design right in the first iteration, and um, that's just you know just not um, not at all the way things things work. I mean, even if whatever you, you did in the first iteration, you'd certainly want to iterate a few times just to, to settle it in. And so, so basically about four iterations um, is a month. And um, so you know, over a, over a, a career of, of designing that way, um, um, and even with the kind of shortcuts of having a whole office of people drawing for you and, uh, um, uh, and having a bunch of designs being very derivative of other designs so that their changes are fairly minor, uh, which you would have found in a, in a design office um, 50 years ago or, or 75 years ago, uh, still in a lifetime you might do, a few hundred designs, um, and I found that in a year, in CAD, um, I was able to do, hundreds of iterations in a year, um, and either either for you know for for finally you know a lot of those would be, finally tuning. Uh, a type from one generation to the next and making very evolutionary changes, and others would be um, running parallel, you know, uh, well, you know, like basically all of the different types of boats that, we've, that we're doing now. Uh, instead of having nine people do them, um, you know, I basically would have, let's say, nine of these types moving along, and, uh, and I was able to move the, those types ahead. And um, you know, it's the old cut and paste. I mean, you know, nothing is ever lost. You just, you just take another iteration and move it ahead, and you haven't lost what you did before. Um, you guys know all that very well obviously you grew up with it um, and that what I found is that what that allowed for was that uh, it took something that before happened at such a slow pace that it was hard over a human lifetime to actually get you know a, an intuitive grasp over what the what the modulations might be you know I mean you you kind of would hint out it's, it's like trying to, to create a you know, a uh, 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 prediction graph or something where you only have a, a few scattered clouds of points um, that very slowly accumulate. It's like, well, how do I get a trend out of all of this um, when when there's so few points and they're so scattered over a long period of time? But when you compress all of that into a short period of time, it it's. I found it was kind of analogous to saying, all um, right, to sit someone out in a pasture in front of a of a, of a sapling and say, all right. Now I want you to sit here in front of this tree, and then I want you to understand how this tree grows. Um, that's not not that easy a, easy a job. But if you then if you took a film of that tr- of of a you know time lapse of that of a tree growing, and then showed it to someone in 15 minutes and compressed 30 years of growth into 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 a 15 minutes or half hour. Anyone watching that that little that compressed bit of time like that would 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 gain an intuitive grasp of how it is that a tree grows because because of the compression of time i mean if you think about that that applies pretty much to, to anything in life you know things that that um, that you're able to go th- to experience many many iterations because they happen quickly um, you can take in and absorb a lot a lot easier than things that that happen you know very slowly and that that you, you that you don't get much information on so so by 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 experiencing CAD that that way and, and having that 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 much accelerated feedback loop, it, it brings it brings things that before were either groped at very slowly in and in a very you know through the clouds and, and very narrowly with you know with with the the the, uh, the the you know the craftsman builder builder designer tradition or that were approached. Uh, with with, um, with you know the abstract crushes cr- crutches of, of uh, paper drawing and and a certain amount of, uh, of empirical experience kind of distilled into a, f- a few graphs and formulas and and sped that up to the point where where um, where you could just absorb it and uh, and then all of a sudden it it, um, it opens up it by speeding up the experience like that it it, it um, it gains you the ability to kind of to to just um, to, to see what 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 would have been very difficult to to, to see before. What 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 it took um, you know um, genius designers to do you know a hundred years ago uh, is now much more accessible because because you know we don't need to have that in incredibly keen uh, uh, ability to analyze. Um, I, I I kind of stress all this because I think that. Um, that that this is something that I uh, other than what I when I rant about it I never really hear about this from in any, any, any other forums and uh, and I think it's um, I think it's a, a really critical lesson of, of what of what uh, uh, you know um, computer work allows one to do that it's that, revolutionary that really wasn't available before and um, and I think that it's it's a uh, it's a way to that that opens up uh, a a set of very powerful tools to, to you know to society to be to be used in you know in a number of, number of ways um, you know that it for instance um, um, you know it, well even today I mean most people who go into engineering go into engineering because they um, they had an aptitude for 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 mathematics which goes back to an aptitude in arithmetic or whatever and uh, and that there's, you know been a, a real divide in education between those who, who do math and those who who do um, humanities or you know who, who don't think you know in that or aren't fluent in that kind of, of numerical analysis well with basically with with what a, what computers have done for us now and with I mean just specifically in this field um, the computer does all the math um, so that the, the, the person doing the work doesn't have to necessarily have that same fluency and acuity with numbers. Just just like um, um, you know the the person flying an airplane doesn't have to have feathers, you know, and know how to how to fly because you know because because they uh, they grew up as a bird. I mean, um, the you know the we can let the tool take care of, of that of that foundation and then and then and then you know work work on top of that. And, and be a way to, to, to bring you a know, variety of, of uh, skills and experiences together into into something which before had been kind of had been been uh, cat, uh, categorized and, and separated into you know in, into divides okay so come back down to earth um, let's start with just capitulate again or recapitulate how we're going to recapitulate the design in going from from uh, the model to the paper, so we started. We started the model by um, deciding on a on a on a length, a, a depth of of hull, both below the water and roughly above the water, and then a um, a beam, you know, the the breadth of the hull, and and then some some sense of of the character of the midsection and of the of the ends. Um, now. Then, then you, you all carved and then you measured um, the profiles and the, the deck plan and, the, and uh, a certain number of sections using the, the infernal machine over there. And then you've, you either have or will begin to put those, those things on, on paper. And then what we're gonna do is, is start dealing with these the same, the same way we, we, did, we did with the model and we're going to do them again, but we're going to take advantage of the of the um, uh, the things that that are that are uh, more more direct and easier about working on paper, and then we're going to have the crutch of being able to use the model to help us visualize both what we what we're keeping from the model and also what we're changing from the model, and um, and again we will start with the master lines, um, which again we've. The first draft of which we we've taken from the model, and um, and then we'll be developing them the, the same way and how we started with thinking about a midsection and the and the, the ends, and then we started thinking well uh, how about let's if we if we divided it like so, because um, because you know these are also important, and then and then as we go along we're going to instead of using the tools kind of to bridge all of these gaps, um, and also because we need a, a lot of points. To, to work on the, the analysis part of it, we're going to then create a whole grid of, uh, of cross sections um, so that we really capture, capture this three-dimensional volume uh, in, in some detail on the model. And, um, and then f- once we have a first draft of that, uh, which you know, there's a whole set of, uh, of crafts and of, of physical techniques they're required to do this well that you don't. You're certainly not going to learn in in a you know in a few hours, um, but will. But anyone, no matter what their skill level, would would still at that point take that first draft, cover it over with a with another layer of transparency, and uh, and then using this as a f- foundation. You see, uh, again, this kind of parallels the development uh, that takes us to CAD. Um, when you're carving on the model and you make a mistake, it's kind of fatal. Um, I mean, you can always come back and glue a chunk on or whatever, but but still, it's very difficult to recover from a from a, from a an error in the model. Um, whereas here, you've got the eraser, and then you always have another clean sheet of paper. It's a lot easier to recover from an error and to to move ahead, and also to and to but to hold on to what you had before. You know, the whole uh, cut and paste or save as thing um, really came from working on paper this way. All right, when you get this to the to the point where you're you, you feel like you've gone as far as you, you can go comfortably, save as, start another sheet. You make your, uh, your experiments on that next sheet, you take that to the point where you start to think, well, I might be starting to ruin this, save as, put another sheet, and you work, you know, you work up in that way, which is something that you couldn't really do in the model because the model, you know, other than, than corrective surgery or whatever, it's a start over, it's not a save as. Um, and then at cer- a certain point, we'll get, to the, we'll get to the point where we'll call it, call it a day, and then, and then start. I'll, we'll will go over. This will probably be tomorrow morning uh, or midday. We'll we'll start to go over. Uh, actually, the process of measuring and uh, and some of the basic analysis of uh, of of one or two uh, of these boats. Um, and um, and then during this whole this whole process, uh, what I'd like to do is we'll we'll start um, kind of going over over the shoulder. And, uh, and and starting with with one of one of these these uh, these sets of drawings that are already begun, and kind of recomp- um, you know actually show you how how this thing goes, and then um, s- since we only have the four boards, uh, and people are at different stages, will you know uh, people will will elect or be elected to, 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 tran- to go right to go paper now, and others can continue to work on their models. And, uh, and we'll just sort of you know, flow along here and, uh, and, and see how far we can go. And, and a lot of points we're gonna interrupt and kind of look at a particular thing. And, and, and uh, again, it's, it's much better to, to, uh, to talk about some of the details when specifically relating to a particular example, instead of just sort of randomly throwing up a bunch of, of, uh, of disjointed facts. It's important that everybody kind of stay involved
1: in, in all oh, yeah. of the processes. So keep. Keep moving around the room to look at what's going on everywhere. Because, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, I, I won't be shy to call people over when yeah. when I think that there's something w- worth uh, worth sharing. Um, and uh, I'd say that's that's about it for the just the the pep talk part. Um, and uh, I think for first for starts, I'd I'd like to start with Luke's drawing. Is it's it's uh it's it's the simplest boat to capture on paper, but it probably will, that, for that re- very reason, it's further along, and also that reason, I think it'd be, be the the easiest one to kind of start getting a grasp of of uh, what the process is. So, if we can move over, over here. So um, yeah, I'd like everybody to to kind of get in here as close as as possible. You don't have to be right side up on the drawing, but. Uh, but close enough to really see what's going on. Okay, so so Luke's Luke's boat is one of the of the simplest types of 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 boat um, in that um, it's basically the half hull is are basically two two uh, flats surfaces that are you know then. Flat sheets that are curved uh, and joined at a at a single uh, angle, and then <coughs> the whole thing is chopped off at the two ends, and um, and then there you know there's a there's a a shear which in many well boats of this of this shape range from anything down from you know the little uh, Johnny boats that that you know the aluminum Johnny boats that that are for sale at hardware stores uh, all the way up to um, um, Hundred-foot uh, uh, scow schooners and and uh, and lighters and d- different, you know, c- carrying uh, heavy-capacity uh, coastal carrying vessels that, that were used up until, uh, you know, the early part of the 20th century uh, for carrying things like stone or garbage or, well, you know, sc- the, the scow actually I'm still okay. still exists as uh, I'm gonna, as I'm as, as uh, I'm go a towed barge, you know, that that are they're used. But um, th- this particular one is uh, Chris will be around one of these up. these small little little little. Uh, um, actually, the model the way it turned out it's probably not just a r- little rowing um, scow, but but could even be a little sailing scow too. Um, and so so basically the, the 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 curves that define this boat are the are the sheer, the chine. The uh, profile, which, which is all of this, um, and the the two transoms, the bow transom and the stern transom, and um, then so so the the drawing here, you know, this is a, this is called a, a three view projection, right? Where we have um, we have a well, it's the other side, but we have a plan view. We have a profile view and we have sectional views right does, does, is everyone able to to, to to capture that that basic thing that we're we're cutting this this or you know or projecting it from from these these three basic views um and just just like the way we started physically with the model you know we we start with well you know the overall length um the the, the water line and then well how deep is it going to be how high is it going to be how much shear is there going to be how much how much rocker that's the curve curvature or, or straightness of it here how beamy is it going to be and uh, then once we've made these basic decisions of okay well maximum beam is this and maximum depth is that and maximum length is that it's like all right well what how do those how do those flesh out? How are they, you know? How do uh, those original uh, um, stabs at it uh, add up? And um, in the model, you've used the the tools to reconcile all of those points. Um, you, you know, use reconcile is a, it's a technical term. Okay, that means that um, you're you, you know when you pr- first when this model was a, was a rectangular block, it was very much like these projections, right? The, you weren't Physically at this this point, you were either up here at this point, or you were, you know, down here at this point. But uh, but either of those lines, uh, those those two lines didn't weren't necessarily going to come out to this to any particular spot once you brought them together, you know, in the projection. Is that clear, everybody? You know that the that you know when this when this Beam here was was flat out here, and this height here was was way out here. Um, they those those two projections had not been reconciled with each other, and that by carving away, you said, all right, well those two hypothetical points, when they when they intersect and when they relate to all the other hypothetical points, they're going to create a physical. Uh, edge you know a physical uh, corner and um, when and some of them are going to be are going to have to c- compromise because you know they have to act absolutely have to to come out you know have to reconcile and and um, then the the result of those two starting points is going to be an actual curve in three dimensional space can i jump in on that yeah
1: point? yeah um, one of the, one of the ways that you would exactly uh, exactly that that idea one of the ways you'd use this to build a boat from out of plywood is you would you would project this, this shape as if it was a two-dimensional flat sheet, right? And if you cut out that shape and did the same thing with this end, is when you put them together, they could only meet and touch. If you, if you touch these edges, it could only meet and make this shape, right? It's the only way it could work out. So that's just a way that I don't know if you right, just right. said that. But yeah, um,
0: well, just, um, yeah, That that's, I think, taking this, it's, I'm not sure if, you guys understand what, what he meant by projecting this onto into a flat sheet. Um, you know, these, these shapes can come out of a flat sheet, but if you just took this, this drawing, and let's say, well, let's say, he hasn't put this on the bottom, this china on here yet, but if you just took and cut a piece of cardboard or steel or plywood to the shape of this and tried to build this, you wouldn't have it. And the re- reason being, of course, that that's a, just a straight projection, and doesn't take into account the fact that this is curved, and and that 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 if you st- if you took this shape and flattened it out, Hold right, it's actually going to be longer hey Jill, than, than the projection. Is that is that clear? I'm, right. I'm doing good. Um, I only have a second. So, but but finish. all of those yeah. things are are ways you know working inward and then back out again, dealing with this projected geometry uh, of the model. So. Uh, Okay, so so now, you know, with more or less uh, skill and, and accuracy and uh, and ease, you, you all have taken those original ideas and 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 more or less gotten to the point where you're at a recognizable shape. Uh, and you know, due to constraints of, of time and the point of the course, we're going to just going to continue as though as though they were all you know taken as far as they could be. Um, and uh, and so then we're going to we're we're now. And, and it wouldn't matter whether or not this model to everyone's eye in this room looked absolutely perfect or not. Uh, it still would never be at a, you know, it's still never as, as developed as it could be. So, so even, even if this model had no known faults or whatever, doing this would actually expose things that weren't readily apparent here. Um, and uh, so, so, you know, ultimately we'd still be doing this anyway, whether it was a month from now or a year from now, continuing to work on the model. So um, now, what, what you've done is, 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 t- is taken the, the sections off, off the model using the, the, this machine over here. And, and I'm sure everyone, everyone understands how that, how that, that works, right? Um, and Ruben, I think if anyone else wants to have their lines taken off, they should do that while you're still here, or at least start it while you're still here. Well, yeah, Cause, cause
1: it, it's, I think we've done it as a crew. so You have, yeah, OK. I mean, and it's definitely a, a two-man operation. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I think if you just work together. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to take off shapes until you're really ready with your model. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Um, okay. It's so. That infernal Tony. <laughs> So now w- we need to kind of get into some of the of the. Um, yeah. All right. Now I found myself again here. So. Um, so so now that, that you've created a um, a reconciled line. Um, when we transfer it onto paper, or if we continue to carve, we would now say, well, we have a line that's true, but is this the true line that we want? Right? And we'd we'd adjust it. And uh, of course, on the model, basically, the only way you're going to adjust it is by removing more. So the model is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, But by jumping to paper here, we don't have to, we can kind of equally treat the errors of, uh, of 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 things being overly oversized or things being undersized, e- and, and treat them all equally without any any of the bias of the model, which the model is saying, well, it's a lot easier to take away than it is to add, so I'll just keep on taking away. Uh, on the on the paper now, all of those things are equal. So once we get once we get the the these the um, datum points onto the onto the the page. Um, This is something I mentioned on Monday. You know, when uh, before before CAD, um, every attempt at um, at at working on a scale model of anything uh, was always an attempt. You always had to hold on to the idea that that uh, accuracy was was a hard won battle, and that you always wanted to try to improve accuracy and, and and hone. Your ability to extrapolate accuracy because it was a difficult thing to get a hold of. Um, you'll see w- why if you aren't already, haven't already figured it out um, in the computer because because this thing is can crunch numbers so incredibly easily uh, into so many decimal places. There's accuracy more always more accuracy than you ever need. So 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 that whole thing has fallen away. But but here um, you find that when first off there's inaccuracies just be, because of Fallibility in creating the model. Then there were inaccuracies that came from the measurement. Um, you combine those inaccuracies, and you put them down on the on the page here. And all of a sudden, because of the abstraction, um, each of these things becomes something that you can look at critically in de- in isolation from all the other parts. So, for instance, when we looked at this at these points for this shear line here in in plan view, we found that um, that a lot of them were were lining up pretty nicely, but but there were there were outliers. There were there were ones that were obviously not going to be where we want want them to be. Now it, at this point, it doesn't really matter whether they're because the model is wrong or because the measurement is wrong or because of of the transposition of the measurement onto the paper was wrong. We're actually now designing on paper, and we're going to choose the one that, the the ones the the points that we want to keep, and we're going to let go the points we don't want to keep. And now, so that's basically, it's like, uh, you know, you can send a carpenter off with, uh, with instructions that basically is one sentence and then make him work for a year on it, build, build me a house, okay? So basically that little sentence of instruction is what you could then spend a month on here. Uh, and that is that um, you're going to, to, um, to, to take the, the, these measurements that came from here, you're gonna lay them out, and then you're going to analyze each of the lines Separately and reconcile them with each other, and pick pick what's true. You know what's what you want to keep as true, and and develop what 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 uh, what you, you know, what you dis- you know disagree with, and then at every step of the way, uh, we can more or less deeply go into what the what those choices might imply towards the finished boat, uh, and those those implications or anything from from uh, um, just uh, visual appeal to. Uh, To hydrodynamic uh, um, ability for whatever the purpose of the boat, or um, or or a construction constraint, Um, there you know there are all sorts of things that can impinge on on why you decide to make a certain curve or a certain line the way it is versus versus something else. And basically, what what makes, in my opinion, what makes designing a a, a boat such a an incredible uh, training tool uh for 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 critical thinking of about complex issues is that there is such there can be such complexity on every level i you know i i I defy anyone to bring up anything that i can't within three degrees of separation bring into into uh into boats um but um but because because of the of the broad possibility and implications that can be that can be expressed in a boat, and because of um, how 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 it still can be done by by one individual, uh, as opposed to having to have a you know a whole a whole um, institution you know try to try to work up this complicated plan, uh, it allows an individual person to to uh, grapple with and uh, and and gain some sense of, of control and mastery over over um, something that has you know. A, Broad-ranging implications and, and and many 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 variables and of all sorts of uh, of, of of quality and character. So um, so that by by being able to at least in 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 a, in, a, in practice like this in in, a, um, in study to 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 start grappling with those the, those issues and, and and dealing with that complexity with these these tools of thinking, um, I, I just think that that basically applies to everything that any of you. Are, are aiming to do and uh, okay so uh, I guess I guess this would probably be a good point for people to go ahead do what what you have been doing and then um, we'll 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 pick things up as as, as they go as they uh, as they pop up all right um, any, first off any questions uh we, we kind of take this hour as being just sort of push out but but uh, um, there, at this point, there may actually be be some questions, and I'd rather take them on. Uh, Two, the I,
1: um, uh, uh, I don't. I, I stepped out for part of your talk, so I don't know if you covered it or not, Tony. But um, if you would talk a little bit about about laying out the grid and and what those yes. arbitrary lines, right? What mean, so, so if you could yeah, speak yes. physically to the process, so yeah. that everybody has yeah. an idea yeah. of how to begin yeah. and where, how to think yeah. about yeah. the layout.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I kind of glossed over that um, because we all now have physically have a model to start with. We actually just the way um, Luke's done on this model um, lay actually lay out the grid on the model to start with, uh, and I think that gives yeah. us. You have to do that anyway to make the machine work, the shape, yeah. and uh, but also that that's a great place to start getting a, a, a conceptual hold over these things. Of course, the glue lines are giving us one set of of these projections. You know, the the either the water lines or the or the buttock lines. Everybody familiar with the, those basic terms? There's uh, water line, buttock line, station, um, shear. No, okay. Uh, let me just grab. Uh, More complicated model here. Um, All right, I'll come back there. Okay, so these two models are 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 done the way you know. Between these two, we've got the way all of our models are done. Um, This is the more common method where the the glue lines, the layers of wood, uh, represent the horizontal uh, longitudinally horizontal cuts through the boat which um, are called water lines now the boat eventually is going to float on a on a line you know that's in that direction and of course that's the water line and then the water lines below that are called uh, you know be, uh, that's called the level water line or the datum water line the ones below that are lettered or numbered below and uh, the ones above are lettered or numbered above the the uh, This model, as some of 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 your models are done, um, is organized around the buttock lines. Um, the 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 term buttock, I think, comes from 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 the the character of 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 the curves, um, especially in the stern of some of 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 the fuller fuller designs. You know, there's a certain um, you know roundness to the curve. Um, But but these these are are parallel um, longitudinal cuts that are perpendicular um, to the to the water lines and are parallel to the center line. You know the backboard here is the center line, and these are parallel cuts to the center line. And um, the as as we're going to find out throughout throughout the process of uh, of truing or reconciling the, the lines in in on paper, each of, of these curves. Is more useful in certain parts of the shape of a particular boat than others, uh, and will give them more weight in, in, in those in those areas. Now, a, a boat like this, which is basically basically flat in 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 um, in the waterline plane, um, you're not going to gain much much uh, accuracy accurate knowledge about its shape by by creating um, Some widely spaced waterline cuts through this because, as as the shape, you know, as you either go into the shape or out, or or as you draw the line a little bit too wide or too narrow, um, you can go through quite gross changes without really having having uh, changed the shape very much because, you know, basically you're talking about you know crossings between your your cut line and the shape of the boat. Which are very oblique, right? So, you know, with an oblique crossing like this, here's the shape of the boat, and here's this, the, the, the waterline section, whatever. Um, is, is this point, you know, more accurate right here in the middle? Should it be there or should it be there? you you're, but where when you get to a place where crossings between the shape and the and the cut are, are are more perpendicular, like this, well, if you're if you're accurate, it's very obvious, and if you're inaccurate, it's very obvious, right? I mean. If, anything off of that intersection becomes becomes clear. Um, so so that in this boat in through these shapes here you can see that that the this buttock cut is very perpendicular to the to the to the shape through a lot of the bottom of the boat. Um, it it's not very perpendicular to, to these areas here or or these areas here. But then we have the station cuts which of course, are very perpendicular to those. So this boat can pretty much be, be accurately um, uh, gridded by a combination of, of buttock lines and stations. And water lines are marginally useful as far as trying to to uh, to, to capture the, the shape.
1: On that same point, one of the things that on, on models, I mean, this is a, done with a different process, but some, some of the models I've made, there'll be buttock lines below the, the level water line and then water lines above it, right? And and that's yeah, just like, part of the thinking about that is it's easier to see, it's, it's easier to sight and judge if, if a long a long gradual curve is fair than a very tight little station curve is fair. So these, you know, the, the yes, sectional right. lines here can be really hard to see and, adjudge, and judge them over the length of the hull as they move. Whereas sighting that, that long line is, is an easier judgment to yeah, make. Yeah. Okay. And that's really important. and, and when you're drawing these boats full size, so you'll end up having, you know, you be as you're drawing your boat full size, you'll you'll draw the, the buttock line say, um, for two thirds of the distance of the boat. Then you won't even bother drawing the rest, where it's where it becomes oblique up forward, and then you have a water line, So they overlap and they meet, um, but it's all just like reliable lines and how they, you know, how they best express the shape. But sectional lines can be, you know, if you if you put a if you made a card. Um, and cut out to the sectional shape of this model and laid it on it, if you tipped it one or two degrees, it would be wrong. It wouldn't quite fit correctly. So it's easier to see those longer lines sometimes. Um.
0: Yeah. um, Just trying to find a... You know, I don't know. um, How many of you have ever done... I'm sure you've all done... Some work where you, you've either uh, in some sort of a math or math course of some sort, where you've actually laid out a, uh, a graph, right? And uh, you know, so you, you have you have a, a, a set of points, and, and you're trying to analyze um, you know, how 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 accurate they are, perhaps by by combining them into you know how close they come to some to some uh, um, mathematical ideal of some curve. Uh, and of course, you pick the coordinates in a way to be as as telling for that particular uh, outcome as, as possible. So, so basically, what we're do, doing is by attacking this 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 uh, complicated shape from these these three basic types of cuts. We're ensuring that somewhere over this shape, we're going to find a um, you know an an, an uh, uh, um, a a spatial and analytical tool right a, uh, a, a graph that that is going to be the most telling for that particular part of the curvature and so part of what we, we have to do is, is is to understand well over this part of the boat if if these two these three um, views aren't agreeing which one should we give the most weight to which one should we say all right that one has to follow along and agree with what the other two say because that one is is, is just not accurate um, so, so, all right, so again, just to recapitulate, there's the, the, the water line cuts, there the buttock line cuts, and then the station cuts, which the guillotine here would, you know, provides for us too, which are, which are this way. Now, beyond that, there, there, there's one other set of, of uh, projections, which are a little bit more complicated, and we may or may not get into it all uh, over, over the course of this, but um, there, there, are the, uh, there are diagonal projections where, and you'll see in some of the of the lines plans that we look at, where you actually take and um, you know from the from the end end view, you take a series of of diagonal cuts through through from you know from like down here to up here to up here, and then you know those those cuts are made through this way, and then you pick up on each station those intersections, and then you lay those out as projections. And um, those diagonals actually, although they, um, they end up being, they're considered, back in the days of paper drawing, they were considered kind of as a, as a last proof of whether or not the rest of the design was, was uh, reconciled correctly. Um, but in, in, the, in the end, they're actually the closest to the actual flow lines of, of water across, across a boat's hull. You know, water isn't gonna, isn't constrained necessarily to to follow any of these of these geometric uh, uh, of these uh, these para, you know parallel or perpendicular cuts. It can go wherever it wants, and it turns out that basically it ends up going kind of um, um, normal, you know, or perpendicular to normal to the surface, which ends up being actually quite close to what a diagonal is. And uh, so so the diagonal is ends up being a, a very Good way of of uh, of judging um, a, a boat's um, potential performance performance issues too. Although, it, in a in a fairly um, it's a fairly esoteric process uh, unless you, until you get into into CAD where you can actually start to experiment with what those different uh, you know those different um, possibilities might might mean. Um, okay, so. I think that's about it, it for just abstractly talking about the process. Um, yeah, go ahead. Just
1: this, this, this going back to some of the, this, speaking very fundamentally is you know about about this what what you're doing on these on these drawings. Um, you know, again, this how you orient that grid, oh, mm-hmm. and, but also also that this that process of, of okay, you've got you've got a line that's that doesn't agree here. You you've drawn a fair curve for the yeah. shear line. And you have one ordinate that's out outside of it, so it, it would mean logically you need to correct it back here, right? There's a mistake Ye- here. Yeah, so yep, every right, every view right. is a constant. You're going back and forth and making them all agree to the lines work. So you know you can you can't. It's very hard to judge this series of, of points are they, do they make a fair line until you've done that, right? Once you have that that line drawn, you see it making right, a nice right. sweet curve or not. Then you can go back and and, and adjust. So that's that's just a way of cross referencing referencing the line yeah th- th- I, I was
0: kind of saving that until we actually got into to doing it um, um, but but yeah obviously um, th- you know that's the whole process of, 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 of reconciling on paper on reconciling in, in the model was was done by by carving the two and getting them to agree here reconciling means that uh, that you know th- this this first attempt at this came from here which came from there, and then, when we make a change here, we then have to make that change back here, and then see whether or not that change affects this view also. Um, and then that's that's the whole the actual work process, and, and that's what we will be doing over and over again um, as we go along. Um,
1: well, so so just you know, on that on that on that note, as you're as you're working out the shape, and that y- your your grid is composed of arbitrary arbitrary planes and you get to put them where they, where they have the most meaning your diagonals and everything so right. th- it's it's never you know because you don't you're not working on a computer where you can have millions of stations and millions of water lines and millions of buttocks all these different slices um, you you pick fewer and you, and you choose carefully right so right. Right. you can see how Luke yeah. scheduled his yeah. his station lines and uh,
0: yeah yeah for instance in you know, in, in this bo- in this boat here um, there's there's not much point in having in having uh, ten water lines between here and, and here uh, because they're are hardly going to be any different from each other, be, right. you know, because this basically is flat there. Um, but it it, uh, it it might make sense to have to have a a lot of a, a lot of buttock lines, you know, in in through 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 here. Uh, because the shape is, is changing quite quickly through through, through that through that area, um, and uh, but to, but to start with, basically we we'll we've got the the uh, the perpendiculars, which are the extent of the of the hull, or sometimes they're taken from the from the extents of the waterline, um, and then for analysis for, for doing the the measuring that leads towards figuring out what the displacement of the hull is and the different. Um, um, parametrics of the hull. Um, that's done by by laying out an an even number of stations, um, or that that adds up to uh, to to, to uh, ten, I think it uh, it is, or, or, or multiples of ten. And um, but but uh, that those are those. That's a grid that that. Um, although we can we can work with that when when it's convenient. Whenever whenever necessary, we can either, you know we can add we can add. Um, substations um, where the shape is changing rapidly and, and we don't feel we have control over over the shape and we don't have to start with all ten either we start with with uh, you know the extremes the middle and then you know one one or, or more and, and keep working out from there um, but but basically now I'd like to do the rest of this actually working on a, on a particular uh, boat boat with people so so a- any kind of a more general question or or uh, is, is there anything that just didn't make any sense or, or a short list of things that didn't make any sense okay. all right um, all right well let's just go ahead and split up and and, and get started um, so Luke you're just you're, you're gonna yeah okay well here um, We're just quickly set this up as though there were um, there was a station at, at this at, at this point here right at this at this extent, and we're finding where that where this sheer height height off this or or breadth off the center line would come, and um, Ruben? Yes. this picks up the point you know, Where does where do you actually capture it on this machine? Oh,
1: basically, there's uh. Yeah, it, this, this will sit up here <coughs> oh, you and, and you just have a, a piece of paper <laughs> attached tape oh, in here, here right? Yeah, so you simply, you know, you put, put a pencil through the hole. <laughs> um, so so the way, you would yeah. the way you would start this is you would, you'd, uh, you'd, well, this has to be uh, over. This is a very fussy, finicky tool, Tony, come on. <laughs> so you you'd, you'd establish a center line plane by making a mark here right, and a mark down here. Now you have two points to define the center, center of the model. Um, I think ideally this would be pointing the other way as well. Um, So then you simply go up the model and you make, you make a series of points. You slide it up, make another point, slide it up, make another point. Yeah, so you're poking it, so you make a series of dots. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and the um, the 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 thing with the model to remember as you're using it is that it's actually very good at taking taking shapes um, of these uh, of these upper parts of the hull because it comes in normal it comes in very square but as you work down the hull it comes at a very at a very oblique angle and um, it becomes pretty inaccurate as you work down the hull um, so that's yeah. just a, a thing yeah. to be aware of with the uh, tool. You
0: could probably also use it, uh, for instance.
1: Yeah, you could turn it the other and way. Could turn and it this and way, way. Yeah, you sure could. And get yeah. a series yep. of them, yep.
0: you know, in this direction. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, then you put those, those, all those, those together in what you know on, in your drawing. Yeah, right. that's
1: that's uh, right. Yeah. So. Yeah, we haven't gone to that step ever, but yeah. it'd, be, it'd yeah. be nice to try one time.
0: But yeah, especially with with a sh- with a hull that that is mostly yeah. in the mostly other try. direction yeah. the way yep. the way this one is. Yep.